welcome to the Fully Free Podcast with your host, Taylor Lee. This is the podcast to get real about what it takes to become the wealthiest and happiest version of you. After creating my first seven-figure year, 12 months after having my first baby, I am on a mission to show as many women as possible how they can create tons of money in their online business with the most ease and joy possible. I'm here to inspire you and guide you with weekly episodes on money, marketing, life, and all things online business. All right, let's dive in to this week's episode. Hello, you guys. The next three episodes of this podcast, I feel like you are going to learn so much about me, so much about my relationship, so much about my life that it's kind of crazy, but I need to fill you in because all the things are happening. We are expecting a baby, (laughs) baby number two, which is what this episode is going to be about. We have just moved in. I'm actually recording these episodes in my car right now because we're moving in. So we have stuff everywhere. My office is a wreck and it's not really set up as well. So it's super echoey. So I'm doing lots of working outside, working in my car, just working wherever is most comfortable because the house is a wreck, but it's beautiful. We've bought our dream home. We're so excited. So there'll be another episode on that. And with this change, my husband is now home with us full time. So he's quit his job and I'm going to be recording a whole episode about that. So I'm not going to quite mention like what he's doing and how we're working that because there'll be a whole episode on that. And you guys have asked some amazing questions on Instagram about all three of these things. So if you're not following me on Instagram, you need to, because everybody there already knows about all of this. So if you're like, wait, what, huh? where are you? You need to be on Instagram. (laughs) And if you wish you would have been able to ask me your question, then follow there because I do Q and A's there. And when I do podcast episodes like this, that is where I go to see what you guys want to know. So follow me at underscore the Taylor Lee and let's dive into baby number two. What? Oh my gosh. I cannot, I cannot believe it. I don't know. I don't know how we're going to do it. I don't know how people with two kids do it, but here's the scoop. We're expecting baby number two. As I'm recording this, I am going to be, this is crazy, 14 weeks pregnant tomorrow. And I found out I was pregnant April 20th. So I've been pregnant for... I mean, if you guys, if you guys have been pregnant, you know, it's kind of weird. You find out, I mean, everybody finds out at different times, but you kind of find out once you've already been pregnant, kind of for like a month, like that first month is like weird. Um, (laughs) You're kind of pregnant, kind of not, you don't really know. It's interesting, but I've been first trimester pregnant, like the sick, the nauseous, the tired for two months and I'm now in my second trimester, which flies by. It's weird. The first trimester drags on when you're in it because you're sick and, and all, I have so much to tell you guys, but then once you're in the second trimester, you're like, where did that go? Especially those of you who already have baby number two or three or four or five, whatever. Um, it's 
interesting because when I was pregnant with Ruby, I feel like I really like thought about it all day, every day, soaked it in. Like I felt very connected to her because I really visualized a lot, like what our life would look like and what she would be like and, and, and being a mom. And it just, you know, I had so much time to think about it. Whereas now I think just between having a one-year-old and moving and all the changes in our life, it just feels like I barely even believe I'm pregnant because I haven't had time to think about it, which is fine. It's fine, but it's just different. It's interesting. So yeah, that's the news. I'm due at the very end of December. Can we even believe that? <laughs> I'm a little nervous. So if, if I say anything in this podcast episode and you guys can relate, like, um, like this part, like if my baby is a week early, which I feel like is very possible with your second baby, I could have a Christmas baby or a Christmas Eve baby. That's a little nerve wracking, but I know it'll work out perfectly and it'll be exactly what it's meant to be, but it's just, it's just interesting. Like everyone's like, oh my gosh, a new year's Eve baby or a new year's baby. I'm like, what about a Christmas baby? Like, I feel like that's more likely, although I did go late with Ruby. So who knows? Um, but if you have a holiday baby, that's what I'm calling it or a December baby, let's chat because I don't know. On one hand, I'm like a little, I I just think I can't, I can't, it's laughable. It's laughable because our life has been so full lately that of course we're going to have this baby during one of the fullest times of the year and just have like, it'll be a reminder of how full our lives was during this time because that'll, that'll be fun timing to have a baby and a birthday to celebrate and all the things. (laughs) Um, so yeah, I found out at the end of April, I'm due at the end of December. Um, a lot of people just want to know how I felt in the first trimester I feel like I hit, I don't know. I feel like, I feel like I hit it well because I slayed business my first trimester. A lot of people asked about that. I'll give you, I'll give you all the scoop, like how much money we made, what we did, what was hard, what wasn't hard, like all the things. But honestly, with Ruby, I was not sick at all in the first trimester. I had the easiest pregnancy in the world, um, with Ruby And this might be TMI for some people, but like if you've been through pregnancy or especially loss or this sort of thing, then you would know what I mean. I did have one bleed at about like 16 weeks with Ruby, which was really scary and hard considering I had a miscarriage with the pregnancy before. So that was the hardest part about being pregnant with Ruby was um, just the fear that sticks with you after having a loss. Oh, I also had a bleed with her at like six weeks. Hey, real quick, if you're loving this episode and you want to make my day, take a quick screenshot, upload it to your Instagram stories and tag me at underscore the Taylor Lee. I literally love seeing you guys pop up in my DMs, getting to say hi to you. Plus it helps other people find the show, which you guys know means the absolute world to me. And then I get to share you with my audience. So it's a win-win. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Okay. Back to the show having a loss before and then having those bleeds, which is just like, can be, it could be literally nothing. It could be a bad sign. If you've been, if you've been through this, you know, that was hard with Ruby. But other than that, I wasn't nauseous. I didn't have a second of nausea with Ruby. Um, I was tired. I, I think, I think no matter how easy your pregnancy is, you don't, I don't think anyone escapes the first trimester exhaustion, but some of us do escape the nausea. 
and we're lucky. And so the thing with being pregnant with Ruby was I was so scared of something going wrong and it was my first pregnancy as well. So I was, well, you know what I mean? It was my first full pregnancy as well. So I didn't know, I I was just like waiting to get sick and waiting to be really tired or waiting to have an issue or waiting to like not be able to work that I honestly didn't let myself show up in my business how I could have like no regrets because now I can teach women who are in this phase of life so well. Like I love working with clients who are um, trying to conceive or are pregnant or are new moms. Like I love that because I've just gone through that, you know, and now I'm going through it again. So I just, I love it so much. And I feel like really grateful that I can help women in that stage. Cause I just feel like it's one of the most beautiful stages of life. Like, Oh, I love it. But yeah, that, that pregnancy, I will say looking back, I'm like, I could have slayed so much that pregnancy, but I was too busy waiting for something to go wrong and waiting to not be able to work that I didn't. I remember working with this amazing coach at the time and I was always like, yeah, but what if I sell this mastermind and then I get sick? What if I, what if I take on private clients and then in my third trimester, I'm really tired again? Like what if, what if, what if, what if, instead of just doing it. And I totally think that when you're pregnant or, um, having a, you know, you know, you're about to have a baby or, or whatnot, like, should you maybe adjust your business model a bit so that it will work for that? Yeah. But I'm talking like, I didn't let myself run a mastermind. I didn't let myself take on any clients. And the fact is, is it's nine months of being pregnant. Some might say 10, (laughs) depending on how you look at it, but it's nine months of being pregnant. And then you have a newborn for, I don't know, I would say that stage lasts for at least a couple months, right? And then you have a baby and then you have a toddler. I mean, it's never ending. So here's the thing. Yes, I was nauseous every day. I found out on April 20th, I started getting nauseous a couple days later. I had no signs that I was pregnant. Um, but I took the test the day my, my period was due because I always do that. Whatever. That's my life. (laughs) And I've never gotten pregnant this whole time. Pregnant. The one month where I'm like, I'm not pregnant. I know it. Like I, I always take the test. I took the test. I was very pregnant. Darkest pregnancy test I've ever had in my life. Um, and I got, I, but there was no, I wasn't nauseous. I wasn't tired. I felt amazing. I was like, oh my God, it's going to be another easy pregnancy. I started being nauseous all day, every day, a few days later. So I've been saying I was nauseous for three months. I did the actual math. I was nauseous for two months straight all day, every day. And I slayed business. And a lot of people have been wondering, how did you balance first trimester, nausea, if you had it, tiredness, if you had it, brain fog, if you had it. And like, how did you, how do you balance that? How do you get stuff done? I think after my last pregnancy having, it's not really a regret, but just knowing that like, I could have let it be a lot easier and I, and I could have gone with the flow and granted with Ruby, when she was born, uh, that's when things took off in my business and I did not hustle I worked less in 2020 after she was born than I've ever worked, but I was productive. I was focused and I had strong belief that I got to become the millionaire mom with the most ease possible and that someone had to do it because when I got pregnant and when I had Ruby, I started looking for a mentor who was making multi seven figures because I knew I was going to seven. So I wanted someone who had mastered even more than that and who was a mom. Couldn't find him. And who was like a mom, like who did it with a baby? 
right? Like I, there are some coaches I can think of who I've worked with or who I really look up to. Like it's not to say it's harder with a baby than with teenagers or I think it's all hard if you want to say that it's hard, but you know, I just wanted someone in that phase of life. I couldn't find it. I'm not saying they don't exist at all, but what I'm saying is it's not easy to find. You don't look around left and right and you see moms of babies and toddlers who spend a lot of time with their kids and who show that part of their life and who teach, teach from that perspective who make millions a year. You just don't look and see that left and right. It's hard to find. So I decided to become it. I decided to not let it be an excuse and become it. And again, I want to be really clear. It didn't require hustle. It didn't, it actually required working less. I know that can be hard to believe, but I am proof. (laughs) I am proof. When I was pregnant, I, I made $50,000 less that year, right? Then when I had my baby, I made more than double what I had made. I made 350,000 the year I was pregnant, which is is actually great, but it's less than I made the two years prior. So it wasn't growth. And then the year that Ruby was born, I made 740,000 and 12 months from when she was born. Um, well, 13 months, technically I had made over a million dollars cash in my business. So I'm just here to say that you can do it. And I, it, I don't know. I couldn't, it's just a whole nother topic. I did a podcast recently about, um, ease and what ease really means and how to have ease in your business. And I know that I've done, um, podcasts about mom and business that if you guys are really interested in this topic, you should listen to, cause I could, I can go really deep with it and I have. So listen to those, but how I balanced it was when I felt like I needed a nap, I took a nap. I actually don't think I took any naps, but I laid down, I rested like more than ever before when Ruby would nap, I would go in my bed and just lay there. Right. I have cleaned my house less because I didn't have the energy to, I just let my house be a little messier. Right. I asked for more support. I leaned back more and I trusted and I trusted and I trusted and I trusted. And I think a selling point of me is that I'm a mom and is that I let it be easy. And so naturally just from people seeing me, let it be that they hire me. So I make more money. We just need permission. We just need permission. You guys, I am so excited to announce that we have a few spots open right now in the inner circle, which is my high level mastermind for women who are ready to create their quarter of a million dollar year and beyond. So if you are one of my six figure badass listeners and you are so ready for 20K months and beyond, then my mastermind, the inner circle is for you and is proven to help women get there. You will get access to my quarter of a million dollar coach training program unlimited group boxer access with me. I'm in there every day, Monday through Friday, talking to the women, which means you're going to learn from other women's questions. You're always going to have some type of motivational audio clip in there from me to really keep you inspired and and motivated and focused and working on the right things, most importantly, and two group Zoom calls a month. We keep this container to 12 women max, so every question you put in Voxer is guaranteed to get answered, and if you show up for those Zoom calls, you are guaranteed time on that call to talk to me on video, face-to-face, and work through whatever it is you need. Planning your month, planning your launch, getting in the right mindset, shifting your mindset, um, strategizing how to make more sales, all the things that I know you guys want help with. 
Plus that training program I mentioned literally lays out step-by-step how I went from six figures to multiple six figures, everything from the business model to the pricing, to the lead generation and the audience growth and the, the content and the selling and the automation and everything that you are going to need. So if this is you, If you're making six figures and you are so ready for more, then you can go to thetaylorlee.com slash inner circle to apply. And after you apply, I will be in touch via email or on Instagram DM um, to chat with you about getting started and we can get you onto our next call and into our Voxer chat and into that training program and slaying your quarter of a million, maybe half a million dollar year. In April, I made over $81,000. That's the month I found out I was pregnant. In May, when like nausea and tiredness reached its peak, I made um, $104,000. And then And these are cash numbers. So like the amount of money that went into my Stripe account, into my bank account. And then in June, which is, I'm recording this the last day of June, we are at just above $100,000 for the month. So my business didn't take a hit. I actually think I could have done more because my biggest thing I held on to was like how, because if I'm being really transparent with you guys, I'm, I f- I'm feeling really ready for my next level. I've been doing the 100K month thing for, I think, since August. So August, September, October, November, December, January, February, March, April, May, June. <laughs> Nine months-ish? I've been doing it for a long time now. It's flown by. And um, I feel ready for my next level. But my biggest thing in the first trimester is like, how do I have the focus and how do I tap into my power and how do I hold my power? Cause I know that's my biggest thing. Like, to be honest with you guys, I am half-assing things. Right. But I have a really strong level of belief. I don't need to work on it. Like it's just there. I believe it gets to be easy. I believe it gets to be flow. I believe people want to work with me. I believe I'm amazing at what I do. I believe my clients love the phase of life I'm in. That's it. Right. I believe I thrive with a baby. I thrive when I'm pregnant. Like I I believe that I believe I'm killing it at this level and I get to kill it at this level. And that's that. But to go to the next level, we always have little stories come up. And my story is just like, how do I have the level of focus and the level of power when I just have just enough energy to support my clients and my family? And that's it. Right. Like I remember when Ruby was a newborn it was like, she's like two months old. I feel like that it hit its like peak of hardness, like exhaustion from breastfeeding, not getting sleep. She's crying all the time. And I just was like, I, I literally, I remember like crying to my husband, like I haven't had a second to think in over two months. And the first trimester didn't feel that extreme. I, I didn't have as many breakdowns as I did the first two months of Ruby's life, but similar. It was hard. And I think like, um, this is where you have to give yourself permission to just do the bare minimum. And it's literally about your belief. You guys, it is about your mindset It is about your belief. If you believe that you can make more money doing less than you can, if you don't, you won't and you can, and there's proof and you can look for proof or you can stay in your story, right? 
I looked for proof. While I couldn't find the mentor that was doing it with a baby, I found mentors who were doing it without babies who were like, it made no sense what they were doing, right? And so often we get stuck in the story that like, it makes no sense what they're doing. Like they're barely doing anything and they make so much money. It makes no sense. It makes no sense. It makes no sense. Instead, go, oh, must that must be how it is. That's how it works. It does make sense because that's how it is. It's how it works. That's it, right? Just change your belief. Practice. Decide your beliefs. Decide your mindsets. I believe, and this happened when Ruby was born, when I got tired of my shit, to be honest, when I was pregnant. I was like, you know what? Like, I can't, it's only going to be harder with her out of the womb, (laughs) right? It's not getting any easier anytime soon. Like, I feel like being pregnant, especially second and third trimester, is a breeze versus having a newborn or a toddler. And so I'm like, it's not getting any easier. I need new beliefs. And I decided the amount of energy I have is the amount of energy I'm meant to have. The amount of time I have is the amount of time I'm meant to have. The amount of sleep I get is the amount of sleep I'm, I'm meant to get. The amount of support I have is today, because you can change that. You can ask for more support. But the amount of support I have today is the amount of support I'm meant to have today, right? The level of neediness that my daughter is, is the amount of neediness that she's supposed to be. I am the perfect mom for her. She's the perfect baby for me. This is the perfect business for us and for my family. And therefore it gets to work. The en- my amount of energy doesn't need to change. The amount of time I have doesn't need to change. The baby I have doesn't need to change. I don't need to change. And those beliefs have changed my entire freaking life. The amount that I get done is the amount I'm supposed to get done. How productive I am is how productive I'm meant to be today. It's all divinely perfect. Instead of thinking, if I had more time, if I had more energy, if my baby wasn't so needy, if I had more help, it all can work around those things. And you get to be proof for someone else that's in the same position as you, right? It's an honor to be able to be that kind of leader. So let's see what else I have on my list. That's how I balanced it was really with my beliefs. Um, did it affect my business? I would say no, because I just did the damn thing and I trusted. Um, I have had a lot of women reach out to me who are trying to conceive and they're really scared. And also I've I've had clients during this period, um, or even the last year when I had Ruby and things like that, where they are pregnant, they just found out they're pregnant and they're like, Oh my God, what does this mean for my business? Some pregnant on purpose, some pregnant not doesn't really matter those beliefs, please take those beliefs and use them in your pregnancy and use them in your trying to conceive journey as well. Because, um, when I had my miscarriage, my business took a hit, but in one way it's like, and that's okay. Like on one hand, it's like, of course it did. That's hard. That's one of the hardest things you can go through as a woman, you know, like, of course. And also, I turned it around quickly because it didn't have to. And I, I found strength in it because I could. And I found growth in it because I could. And I became a better person because I could. Um, I try to be gentle on that topic because I, I totally, like, I get it. I've been through it. And I've had other times while pregnant where it's like, oh, my God. Like, you know? So, yeah. Just take those beliefs and practice them and you know, I I got a message from someone today who listened to the, um, podcast that went out recently about toxic coaches. And she's like, 
you know, I've been listening to your stuff and I haven't really known why, because you're so much farther ahead than me. I'm not even doing 10 K months, let alone 20 or a hundred, right? Like I don't need, I didn't even know why I was so attracted to you. Cause I just, I felt like we're so we're, where I'm at versus where you're at is so far. Right. Um, and, and then she just sent me a really sweet message about that podcast and how she's realized like she just really admires how I serve my clients and how I coach and that sort of thing, which is so sweet. And if you haven't listened to that episode, you really should, especially if you've had a coaching situation that's felt toxic. Um, but my point in saying all of that is that you can see me as so far from you or you can see me as proof that it's possible. And that's what I've had to start doing with these women that I follow and that I work with or that I just watch, you know, watch that what they do makes no sense. And they're doing it easier than me. Some with babies, some without babies, but mostly without, to be honest, it's still, I still haven't really found a mentor. So if you know someone (laughs) like who is making multi-millions and has two under two, (laughs) I guess me, right? Like, I guess that's going to be me. But no, seriously, if you do know someone, let me know. Cause I, I love expanding who I get to learn from, but it doesn't even matter. Right. Like I could, I could have used it as an excuse. There's no coaches who are doing this, who have a baby, right. Or who did it while pregnant or who did it with a newborn, but I didn't, I decided to become it. Right. I'm open to finding this person or people like, I would love to have a network like that, but I'm also, I'm open to becoming it. I'm not going to say, well, now I'm going to have two under two, which by the way, we're going to have two under two. And I want to make multi-millions. Like there's no proof that that's possible. How am I going to do that? Like, I don't think any, I don't even know if anyone's done that. It's like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to be the leader there and I'm going to show people how I'm going to figure it out. And then I'm going to do it. So you can do that too. And you can do that with what you're looking for. And you can use me that it's proof that it's possible versus proof that like, you're nothing like me or you're so far behind me or, or whatever. Right. Um, and when that lady sent me that message, I was like, I was, cause she said, I'm like, I'm not even in the 10 K month club or the 20 K month club yet. It's like, I was in the zero K a month club five and a half years ago, which on one hand, the growth has been so fast, but it felt so hard then. And I did not know if this business would take off at all. And I was shy and I was insecure and I was lacking confidence and I had so much doubt and all these things five and a half years ago. Life can change so quick. Um, I think what I'll leave you guys with, the last question I got is somebody asked about maternity leave. So I don't know my maternity leave plan. Um, I think I might do things a little different than I did the first time, but I don't know because it worked well. So why, why change it? But what I did for maternity leave, honestly, was nothing. Um, and I did take time off. Don't get concerned. But it was more like I actually got over myself and all like I wasn't allowing myself to take on clients or any of that, even though I had this deep desire to take on private clients. Like my whole pregnancy, it was like, God, I really want to work with people high level, but I can't because I'm pregnant and I don't know what what will happen. I don't know how hard it will be. I don't know if I can handle it. Your desires are divine. So I finally let myself take on clients at nine months pregnant. Oh, how, how did you honor your pregnancy? If you took on clients at nine months pregnant, oh my God, here's how they knew I was pregnant. I knew I was pregnant. We all knew what that means. There was going to be a baby coming out of me any minute. 
right? And both of the clients I signed that month when I was nine months pregnant were moms. And they were so happy for me and so honored to be working with me at that time. They had not a single hesitation. And they they were so supportive. And when I just, this was the agreements. You're signing on for a six-month package. I'm going to be popping a baby out in the next month. And when that happens, I will disappear. I will go MIA. If I go MIA, I have had a baby, right? And I'm going to need at least a few weeks off. I don't know how long I'm going to want off. Both of these clients got two calls a month. Like that's not hard, right? So that's what I told them. I'm going to go MIA for a, a couple weeks, if not more, maybe a month, maybe six weeks. We'll see. And then we like that time won't be held against you. You will get all that time added to the end of your contract. You won't miss any calls. You won't miss any time, but I won't be on Boxer and I won't be doing calls. And I'm, I really want to just feel it out and see how much time I need. They were cool with that. It was kind of like they got extra time because we got to dive in, make their plan, which is always, if you've had a coach or if you are a coach, which you probably are, that's the heaviest time in the coaching, right? That's where you're giving them like the most new info, right? So while I was gone, they worked on their projects. They did their thing. It worked out perfectly. I forget exactly how long I took off. It wasn't as long as I thought I would need because I got to a point where I was like, I would love to be talking to my clients. Like I'm bored. All I'm doing is breastfeeding, changing diapers and keeping myself alive. And so I popped back in and we, I had two clients on Voxer and I took two calls a month with each of them. It was really, really easy. I did those, um, calls when my husband was home from work. So I would do them like in the, um, evening. It was perfect. And so I think I'm going to do that again. I think I'm just going to keep doing my thing and rolling my clients and just tell them like when baby comes, I will go MIA. I probably will have my team more in touch this time. And I'm going to take a, you know, anywhere from three to six week maternity leave probably. And I will ease myself back in. But anytime that I'm gone or not fully able to support you the way that you've been supported before baby will be added to your time. So if anything, I think the clients that work with me during that time are in for such a treat because you kind of get extra time. Hint, hint, if you're thinking of working with me, <laughs> now's the time I feel like. Um, you'll kind of get extra time because you'll be able to implement while I'm away and really see what you need support with when I'm back. You won't miss any time working with me and there's no pressure for me to come back in any specific amount of time, right? And I also try to be really realistic with the fact that like, when women in the real world are pregnant and have babies, at least in, I know it's different everywhere, but here in America, it's like you get six weeks of paid maternity leave sometimes, and then you're right back to work full time, no matter how you feel, right? Whether you had a C-section, whether you had a traumatic birth, whether you went all natural, like what, it doesn't matter whether you're babe, whether you have family around you who can help or whether you don't, whether you can afford daycare or whether you, like people are putting their babies in daycare at six weeks, eight weeks. And that's amazing because those moms are doing what they have to do. And I'm proud of them. And I think that's like, so I'm in awe of them because when I went back to work, I was just doing a couple calls a week and chatting with people on Voxer and holding my baby the entire time. You know what I mean? And so I just, I try to be realistic. So when you're getting so fearful of how you're going to do it and you know, how you're going to be able to balance the nausea or like when you're pregnant and you have a job, at least in America, you're puking in your, in your company's toilet. Like, so 
So I try to keep a realistic approach to it as well. Like I'm not going to hustle or burn out or push myself like, but like, yeah, I'm going to do a little, I can write a post when I'm nauseous, especially if I'm nauseous all day. Like it is what it is. You know, I can take a client call four weeks after my baby is born. Like imagine what I would be doing if I was working a corporate job. Like what, how good is my life? How, how blessed am I that this is how it gets to be? So I just remember that, like, I'm not saying like suck it up and and push through it, but that's what people in corporate America are being told to do. Right. Like just realize like, it's not as big of a deal or like you can handle it and it is going to be way easier than any other options. And like working when my baby was like, um, a month or two months old was a blessing. Cause like I said, I got, my clients loved her, you know? And if I was voxing a client and she started crying or whatever, I would be like, okay, I'll be back. And they loved it. They were like, oh my God, she's so cute. She's so sweet. I would send them pictures. Like it was perfect. So don't make it more complicated than it needs to be. And let me just say that I could go on and on you guys, but this might be my last thing. When you have, um, you're, your clients will be in awe of, of where you're at in your life. And when I had Ruby, it was when I just, I couldn't be perfect. Like I couldn't come to call. Like, I mean, I could have, but I didn't come to calls all dressed up. Like I would come to calls in oversized t-shirts and a messy bun, like with spit up on my shirt. They didn't care. Whereas, and I would have a baby who might cry during the call or during boxer and it was all good. Whereas before it would be like, everyone needs to stay away from the side of the house. It needs to be silent. I need to have my hair done. I need to have makeup. Like your clients don't need you to be perfect. Your, your clients are actually going to get a lot more from you when you just let yourself be you, whatever that is, whatever that means. Right. And, um, that was like such a blessing when I had Ruby was, I realized like, oh, my clients don't care what I look like or if I have a baby or like it's inspiring to them. So anyway, that is everything about baby number two. I think I'm going to try to do like trimester recaps and then I'll do like a little newborn podcast too as well to just keep you guys in the loop. I wish I would have documented more of Ruby's pregnancy, but yeah, I'm excited. You guys, it's crazy. We're a little like, what does this mean? This is crazy. It's going to be tough, but, um, we'll get through it just like we got through it before. And I know that I had so many million dollar lessons bringing Ruby into the world. And I know more on its way with this little one. Oh, I wanted to say too, I can't shut up. (laughs) We're finding out the gender in a few weeks. So I will have an announcement on Instagram and then I'll be sharing that with you in, um, probably the second trimester podcast. Not that it really matters. It's going to be so exciting either way. I think having a boy would be so fun because then we'd have a boy and a girl and having a girl would be so fun because then Ruby would have a, like a little, like basically a twin sister that this, um, they'll be like 20, 21 months apart. So yeah, (laughs) I'm like so excited either way, but we'll be finding out in a few weeks. So keep your eye out on Instagram if you want to know that first. All right. Bye guys. Real quick before you go, if this episode gave you value, got you inspired, or has you feeling more confident than ever about your big goals, can you do me a quick favor and go leave a review? It would mean the absolute world to me and it helps other powerhouse women just like you find this show, which is truly the best gift that you could ever give me. So thank you in advance for leaving a five-star review. Have a great week and I'll talk to you soon.